Is it time for the Simply Good Foods company to become more snackier or should they patiently wait for pre-pandemic mega trends to strengthen again? On January 6th of 2021, the Simply Good Foods company did release their 2021 quarter one fiscal year earnings report, also their conference call. So I'm gonna use that as kind of the backdrop for a larger discussion in terms of some of the healthy snacking, functional snacking trends, and provide you guys some market insights. If you're not aware who the Simply Good Foods company is, they are a brand portfolio that is made up of the Atkins Nutritionals brand, which is based off the Atkins diet, and then also Quest Nutrition. Now let's just kind of run through some quick financial numbers. I'm also going to add some visuals that the Simply Good Foods company does provide in terms of a presentation. So some slides that maybe are relevant to what I'm talking about, I will add those. But the 2021 quarter one revenue for the Simply Good Foods company that this is the period that ended on November 28th of 2020, they had $231.2 million in revenue. That was up 51.9% year over year, also up 4% quarter over quarter on a sequential basis. They did have a divesture that I mentioned in last video of their last quarterly breakdown of the Simply Protein brand that did impact sales negatively 1.7%. Atkins Nutritionals was up 1.9% and then Quest was up 51.7%, but a lot of this was acquisition based. The acquisition of Quest Nutrition closed on November 7th of 2019. So there is some issues in terms of a comparative number. But if I do some quick calculations to look at what Quest Nutrition's revenue is, it's $95.8 million. That's the most revenue of a quarter that Quest Nutrition has been able to produce, I think all time, but I know for sure of the Simply Good Foods company. That means that revenue was up 12% year over year, and it was up, I think, about a point and a half um, from a sequential basis on a quarter over quarter basis. Looking a little bit deeper at Quest Nutrition, we look at retail takeaway and tracked channels that did increase 15.2% year over year. This growth was driven by cookies, chips, and confections, which was up 76% year over year. These products now make up 26% of the Quest Nutrition product portfolio and is increasing in importance each quarter. Quest Bars is still the largest part of the product portfolio, and that was down 8% year over year on a sales perspective. It's important to note that Quest Bars did perform better than the nutritional and protein bar category average. In terms of e-commerce, that increased 60% year over year and now accounts for 21% of the brand's gross sales, and Quest Nutrition's Quest Bars continue to be the number one selling protein bar on Amazon. Now shifting over to Atkins Nutritionals, they had a retail takeaway and track channels that was down 5.7% year over year. Did improve as the months went on in the quarter. The Atkins Indulge Confections lineup continued to be strong with growth of 13.2% year over year. Also the new iced coffee protein shakes have performed well and helped RTDs close out November at a flat year over year rate on that month. 
The biggest bright spot for Atkins continues to be the performance in digital sales. The quarter had e-commerce sales up 45% year over year, and this now makes up 10% of the total sales. Now, just looking at some like overall retail trends and maybe some of the resets that are happening, Simply Good Foods is mentioning that a lot of their retailers seem to be going back into an environment that was similar to when the COVID-19 pandemic was started. They're focusing on like simplifying their portfolio. They're focusing on larger brands that can make sure that products are in stock. So that's helping Quest Nutrition. That's helping Atkins Nutritionals. That's also helping one of their competitors, Premier Protein, in terms of like the RTD space. They are mentioning that the mass channel has gotten better, even though the foot traffic still is a little bit down and people still are kind of focusing on proximity to where they live in terms of buying products. But they mentioned that retailers' commitment to the healthy snacking, convenient nutrition categories has never been stronger. They've had a great fall reset period. They are growing their total distribution points in the high single to low double digit numbers. So I guess rolling this back into that original question, should the Simply Good Foods company look to get more snackier because a lot of those products are doing well, or do they wait for some of these mega trends, macro environment trends to go back to how it was pre-pandemic? The business case for having a snackier portfolio would be that on both brands, they're being driven by you know chips, or cookies or confections or frozen items. And a lot of that comes down to that these items, the cookies, the chips, the pizzas, the confectionaries, those are more naturally consumed as like at-home snacking. They are just like right in line with what consumers are doing right now. They're at home, they're working from home maybe, their schools are still at home, everybody is still spending a lot more time inside of the four walls of their home. And because of that, they're just consuming these products, better for you products, healthier snacking products as their normal consumption behaviors. Now, protein bars, which are still a biggest part of the portfolio, those are more attached to like mobility. So people will think about that as more on the go snacking. And because people are not going as much as they did, that is causing some struggles. So Simply Good Foods Company needs to figure out hey, do we wait for mobility to come back? Or do we you know, add some extra fuel to some of these really great performing products that are more snackier? Or maybe we come out with more snackier products. And what I believe that, at least on the Quest Nutrition side, that they should do is really put all of their emphasis and weight behind the new peanut butter cups. I've been able to try those products. Special thanks to Diana Morgan for actually sending me a case of those as a thank you. Um, and I was able to actually try those products. I tried the original Quest peanut butter cups, the ones that were kind of keto positioned years ago. These are far and away better. And honestly, they're just as good as Reese cups in a lot of cases and a lot more healthier. So I think they have a clear winner here. And Nielsen data really kind of also supports this. I think they are on a run rate of somewhere around a $10 million run rate of this product in the first year. It's helped that this product is folded into like the legacy uh, Simply Good Foods companies, like operating model, how well they do in mass, in food and drug, and just how quick they can get these peanut butter cups on shelf. 
They're also doing really well online. I don't know how the meldability of these products are because I think they launched after like the heat wave. So I'm not exactly sure how that will react on Amazon or e-commerce in the midst of the summer, but they are also selling really well in convenience stores, which are not usually like the biggest strength of the Simply Good Foods company. Uh, Quest Bars does extremely well in convenience stores, but I think this is a great addition to a lot of the convenience store merchandising. And I think that if there's a lot more trialing that happens, I think there'll be a natural momentum, a natural buzz that'll start to happen with these products, similar to like what happened with Quest Bars. And if they're gonna put any weight behind anything, at least on the Quest Nutrition side, I believe the peanut butter cups are gonna be where it's at. I think on the Atkins Nutritional side, I think they have some similar skews that maybe make sense. I do like the iced coffee or coffee plus protein type of skews. I think that's on trend. That is something that they could really extend out. I think the Atkins Nutritional's name, unfortunately, is attached to the Atkins diet. Um, so from a mainstream consumer that maybe is not interested in Atkins diet, there's gonna be a little bit of a messaging or communication kind of struggle there. But the keto diet as a whole, I think is doing very strong in some of those large retail channels. I think there's a ton of space. I know the household penetration of protein RTDs are still extremely low. So there's a ton of runway left in terms of that product. I think also some of those like indulgent confection products as people look to do more like keto lifestyle dieting and things of that nature, adding keto elements to their diet to maybe limit carbs again. I think those things could do really well. Now on the flip side in terms of like maybe why Simply Good Foods Company would like these mega trends to go back to pre-pandemic levels and that's mostly surrounding like the protein bars, nutritional bars. So you have to ask those like big broad questions and focus on those like as the vaccine rolls out, how quick is that gonna roll out? How many people are going to actually take the vaccine? Um, how is that going to create maybe less hysteria in the mass media? Also, all of that kind of rolling into how does that increase mobility? And then how does the mobility and away from home consumption trends start to change? If all those things go back in that direction, Simply Good Foods Company is positioned really well because the majority of their portfolio is still nutrition and protein bars that are tied to mobility. So it's a very important top line revenue thing. It's also a profitability important thing for them because of how much they sell. They have really strong economies of scale. They have, I think the products are more profitable than pretty much anything else they have. So the more bars they could sell, the more profit they can create as well. And despite the last few quarters kind of being a little bit of a struggle in terms of these nutritional bars, protein bars, the Simply Good Foods Company brands have been able to gain market share and have outperformed the market. So they are positioned really well for if everything kind of goes back. I'd imagine it's gonna be some type of hybrid. So you're gonna to need to not necessarily go all in on one of these ways or another. I think it's just, you gotta go into this with an open mind that you know both are going to have a place in the consumption behaviors at least over the next year or two. And that kind of brings us up into a question around the Simply Good Foods Company as a whole, like will they be a seller or a buyer? And I've talked about this in another piece of content, but I really think that this is going to be a year that either the Simply Good Foods Company either gets acquired by a large strategic or they go out and purchase somebody. So thinking about this as being the seller, actually being acquired by a large strategic, they are in categories that are very attractive to a lot of these large legacy CPG portfolios that are trying to reinvent their 
portfolios. These large strategics have had an extremely good year, both from a profitability standpoint and a sales perspective. They're looking to then change up their portfolio a little bit. They have a really good environment to actually go out and get capital at a very cheap rate. Um, so this is kind of a perfect environment for them to pick up somebody like Simply Good Foods. I also think Simply Good Foods is valued pretty well in the market right now. I think it's about a $3 billion market cap. So as a $3 billion market cap and sales of somewhere close to a billion dollars, I think there's a really good value that somebody could pick up this business for. Now on the flip side, the Simply Good Foods company is a very well-run business. Their operating leverage is getting better. Their balance sheet's getting stronger. The integration of Quest Nutrition is almost done at this point. They're getting cost synergies. They're getting a lot of things that are gonna help the business. So why not go out and search for somebody else to integrate into this business? I think that's always been the plan for the team at Simply Good Foods company. So an acquisition is honestly a very strong possibility. So. Who are they potentially looking for? And actually the Simply Good Foods company did mention some of the things that they were looking for in the business. One is that they're looking for something that fits into their supply chain, fits into their front end customer standpoint. They'd also like this to be a strong brand affinity, something that's known in the market. They'd like this business to have sales of at least 75 or $100 million. So they're not looking for a small startup. They need somebody that's more mature, someone similar to Quest and Atkins Nutritionals because they do not want to like foster like a small growth brand at this point. They don't believe that that is gonna be where their strengths are at. So to me, I was thinking like, what could be five names that maybe make sense? First one being Vega and one that I mentioned a few times, I think plant-based is a missing part of the Simply Good Foods company. I know that Danone wants to sell Vega or has been in conversations to sell Vega. So that fits the mold in terms of what potentially that could fit very well into the Simply Good Foods company. I also think a similar brand like Orgain could be somebody that would work really well in the portfolio. A little bit different, maybe more connected to like keto or maybe like the biohacking type of uh, you know side of keto would be Bulletproof. That could be a brand that could be interesting. I think another kind of plant-based brand that's really strong in RTD beverages could be Own or Only What You Need. And then kind of just like a Hail Mary, maybe somebody that they would like to purchase that could be interesting, um, which I think is maybe probably the most unlikely would be Alani New. And I say that mostly it's unlikely because of their business doing like traditional sports powders and caps and pills. I don't think that's all that attractive to the Simply Good Foods company. They do probably like their energy drink portfolio. They also would like their protein items and snacking items. I think those would work really well. But I think overall, there might be some issues in terms of some of the existing SKUs, um, but they could overlook that and maybe that opens up them for future acquisitions to create synergies with that side of the business. Wanna end this video on some final thoughts um, just around the Simply Good Foods company overall. I think they're very well positioned in terms of some mega trends, um, regardless of where this kind of goes with healthy snacking, convenient snacking category. They are in underpenetrated categories. You know, the bar category as a whole still is somewhere around 50%. The RTDs is lower than that. So a lot of runway left in the business. They do have two large scale attractive brands within that category of CPG. And these brands are very well diversified across channels, customers, and forms. So just overall, I think it's set up 
very strongly. I have been extremely impressed in the operating strategy and it's just overall how well the Simply Good Foods company has done both with Quest Nutrition and dealing with a fleeting, I guess you could say, Atkins Nutritionals brand in the market. And I believe they got a bright future ahead of them regardless of where they go in the next 12 months. Now, if you guys have any questions about the Simply Good Foods company or anything that I mentioned within this video, I would love for you guys to drop a line below in the comments.